Ephesians chapter 6. We've seen the relationships, <clears throat> chapter 5, first part of chapter 6, and now we're into verse 10, and we see a description of what would be, the Bible would consider a strong Christian, and that's what we all want to obviously get to in our lives, so that's what we'll look at tonight is a strong Christian. That's through uh, verse 18, and then we're almost done with uh, the book of Ephesians. I given thought, and uh, we have um, this Wednesday, next one, and the next one, and I think we should finish it out. So at the first of the year, we'll be um, starting a lot of new things. We're going to be starting something new in our Connections class, so on Sunday morning at 9.45, we'll uh, be starting a... Uh, um, um, I should be able to finish up Second uh, Peter. Where am I at in Second Peter now? Anybody remember where I'm at there? We're close to. Uh, yep, we're close. We'll probably finish that up too easily enough. And so everything is going to be new at the first of the year. We have a new theme coming out too. We're excited about that. And. Uh, looking forward to that. But let's uh, make sure that we end the end the year well. And <clears throat> I uh, um, I let politics bother me too much. You know, I, I really do. I mean, I I and I try to fight that. And you know, it, it just seems like here during the uh, the uh, Christmas season. And don't don't forget the word Christmas that. Uh, the first part of that word is Christ. Um, you know, the, the world wants to try to take that away from us, but th this is a holy uh, holiday, and uh, it's, uh, it's our holiday. You know, it's Christian's holiday. It's one where we celebrate the birth of Christ, and so let's uh, stand on that, and don't let them rob us of that. And so, you know, they try to commercialize it, and... and rob you of it that way and then you have the devil who continues to throw things at people and so you you deal with uh, many people who are dealing with the stress of of uh, finances and thinking that you know they have to buy a present for everyone out there and uh, you don't have to do that and I, I can tell you parents that um, the number one thing that your children need is your presence in in their home, and that's P R E S E N C E, not P R P R E S A N T S. Okay, and so it's your. Did I just spell that correctly? P R. <laughs> Do y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's on live stream. Everybody's going to be thinking he's speaking in tongues. Uh, they quit being a Baptist church. Oh, dear. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, you know what I'm saying. And that is the most important thing. And uh, I guess as you get older, you realize, realize that more. And uh, 
However, I'm kind of excited to buy James a few presents. And has anybody seen the Willis Jeep go-kart in Murdoch's? Hmm. I see that in our future. So, but moving on, all right? <clears throat> but we have all of that, and you have the, the struggles of depression and, you know, missing a loved one, and, you know, all of those things come during the holidays, and, and there are a lot of people that are hurting and uh, a lot of people that, that are, you know, sad and angry and emotional, and, and the devil tries to rob uh, people of that joy, and uh, just don't just don't let it happen, you know. Thank God for the promises that He gives us, and thank the Lord for our Savior and, and the promise of eternal life and the security of that, and and uh, you know, and and just live your life in a way that's honoring to God. And even with the politicians, that it seems like <laughs> they have taken some kind of crazy juice over the last week or so, and. Uh, uh, have lost more of their minds, and and we just we we have we have in the Word of God our marching orders what we're supposed to do, and that never changes. And so let's focus on that, and and this shows us how to do that here, and and understanding the kind of battle that we're dealing with. And guys, it is a battle. We're we're in a war, and. You know, people are always, the politicians are always saying, we're at war, you know, and what, whatever, you know, in, in our own country and with ideas and morality we are, but really it's a spiritual war, and we need to see that and understand that's, that's where it develops and that's where it's at right now, and that's how we fight it. And if we're going to be the st- strong Christian that God wants us to be, then let us stand according to the Word of God. So, Let's look in this, and let's uh, start out with verse 10 and 11. Finally, my brethren. And so he is drawing this to a conclusion. He is bringing everything that he has given to us in the, in the first uh, five and a half chapters of Ephesians. He's bringing it and drawing it to a conclusion. Uh, we saw in the first three chapters of this, he was showing us the importance of salvation, knowing that you have salvation, and uh, gave us all of, of a very vivid description of what salvation entails in those first three chapters. And then we get into verses uh, chapters 4, 5, and 6, and he's now been showing us how to live in a way that, that we ought to as saved individuals. And now he's drawing that all to a conclusion, and the conclusion is let's be strong as believers. And so uh, here, <clears throat> finally, my brethren... Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so finally, drawing that to a conclusion, my brethren, when he talks about brethren, he's talking about everyone that has called and trusted in Christ as their Savior and uh, knowing Christ as their Savior. So that's who he's talking about, believers. Be strong in the Lord. And in the tense of this, then... He is telling, and it's a command, and he's telling us to be strengthened and empowered in the Lord. Well, how, how, what, does he, what does he mean by that? Well, he'll go on to explain that as we get into this, but it indicates also that someone has to be doing the action. It's in a passive voice, so we are the ones who will be receiving the action that's done, and, and it's to be strong. And 
and we become strong in the Lord by letting God make us strong. And, and, and remember how we saw in Second Peter as we've been going through that on Sunday morning that one of the ways that, that we are strong is through knowledge. And we need to remember what God's Word says. And so the more we know about God's Word, the more we understand of God's Word, the stronger that we can be in, in, in uh, fighting the temptations and fighting the challenges that Satan throws at us. You, you go back to Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4, and it gives us the story of Jesus and uh, the temptation. And if you recall, Satan threw three different things at Jesus trying to tempt him, and Jesus himself told him, as it is written. I mean, if, if we are going to be strong in the Lord, then we need to, to be strong in our knowledge. And, and if we're going to be strong in the Lord, we need to know about the Lord. And the more you know about the Lord, the, the, the closer you can get to Him. And that all comes through your knowledge of God's Word. And that's why every day we need to be reading it and, and not just reading it, but practicing it. And and so he gives us that command that uh, be strong in the Lord. We, uh, Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1, and there he told Timothy, he said, you also need to be strong in God's grace. He said, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> my life verse, uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a supernatural power that that God gives us, and and I'm not talking about a supernatural physical power like what uh, Samson had in in his lifetime, but I'm talking about a supernatural power that will help you get through whatever the the dark murky waters are in your life and whatever the challenges are in your life. God can help you get through those things and and carry on and and continue to be a bright light and a bright witness for those that that need uh, need to hear from the Lord. And that's the kind of strength that God gives us. And and so he tells us and 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 gives us that command and then he gives us another command in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. That means to to clothe yourself in the armor of God and the tense of that is indicating that once you put it on, you never take it off. Yet you are in the armor of God and until the day you die. And so put it on and, and clothe yourself and uh, with the whole armor of God. <clears throat> and so, uh, first of all, I skipped something, didn't I? In the power of his might. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I don't want to skip that either. The the power in, in his in uh, uh, when we think about his strength and and his intensity and then his might talks about his sovereignty. We we need to rest in the power of God and look. God can give us the wisdom that we need. You know, I'll, I'll give you some helpful advice. And I I gave this to Joe and Missy, and they may be watching this. But when when someone goes through a time when their health is really challenged. I, I find this, and it's just human nature, and people want to help. But they will get swarmed by people giving them advice on what they ought to do and how they ought to fight whatever their sickness is. I mean, people just do that. It, it's, it's common. It, it's People want to help. They want to encourage them. And, 
you, you know, and, and when you start dealing with cancer, some are going to say take the chemo route and the radiation route. Others are going to be saying take the homeopathic route. And, some, you know, some are going to tell you to drink apple cider and honey every day or I don't know, whatever the weird things are. I, I don't know what in the world that's going to do for you but give you bad breath. But, you know, but, you know, my... Teresa's uncle used to drink, what was that, apple cider and something. Gaylord always said, I don't, some concoction. He died early. I just want you to know that. So uh, I'm not sure. But, you know, pe- people, you know, constantly, you know, giving their advice on, on and, it, and it's not that they're trying to be bossing. They're just laying it out, you know, and they, and they want to help, right? You know what it comes down to? is you just have to be strong in the power of his might. And, and you have to find what God's will is through your reading of the word of God and, and, and your, your personal application of what God's word says, and you take that and you do what God is showing you that you ought to be doing. Now, don't, don't do something that's not biblical, but uh, I'm telling you, everybody's path can be a little bit different. And, and God can do with it what God wants to do, and, but that's a part of the power of his might, that we, we rest in that and rest in his sovereignty, his uh, all power to live in a way that uh, is what he is showing us how uh, we ought to live. Paul also wrote to the Colossians in chapter 1, and I'm look, I feel like I need to qualify things too. That doesn't mean that you can't give your advice. To, to someone that you love. So, you know, there, there's, I'm not saying it's wrong to, you know, tell them and give them your advice on things. I think the more information someone knows, the better decision that they can make. And so don't, don't think that I chastise anyone for that. I'm not. We, but we have to do what, uh, <coughs> you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily yeah, moving on. I get myself in trouble. So anyway, so I just qualify that, all right? So let's rest in the power of his might. Then put on the armor of God. So now we know that God has armor that he wants us to uh, uh, <clears throat> put on. Colossians 1.11, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. And and so here, all a part of who God is and and what he wants us to do, and, and so he wants us to put on this armor, and, and we're to wear it, and be clothed in it, and, and, and the interesting thing about it is when we are walking in the armor of God, then uh, we find that it, it will, it, it, it actually will represent a way of life in, in the way that we're walking, and the things we're doing. Turn back to Romans chapter 13, and we'll start with verse 11, but Turn with me back there if you would like, and, and let's look at a few verses here in Romans 11, or Romans 13, verses 11 through 14. And this is what it says. It says, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. And so what is the armor of light? Well, he goes on to kind of describe it. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering, 
and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. You know, I, I heard some good advice the other day, and it, it just came to my mind as we read verse 14. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh. Anybody here ever have problems with the flesh? I'll just admit, I do, all right? That this guy said he tries to make it a habit every day to tell his body, tell himself no 25 times a day. Try that. And I just want you to know you'll realize real quick how selfish we are and how there are many things that we want that maybe we just don't necessarily need. And so, which really bothers me because I was just given a $50 gift certificate to Krispy Kreme. So maybe what I'll tell myself is I'll only eat three and I will not eat that fourth one. You know, so, I, but, uh, well, not as many as you'd think anymore. They've kind of gotten high. So, but it's more than I need, Richard. <clears throat> but, you, you look at this and, and you think about part of the armor of light then is let's walk honestly. Uh, we're, we're in a world today where it, it seems like dishonesty is, is more prevalent than, than honesty. Well, let's be different and let's be honest. You know, I, 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 I knew that when, when Josh went out on his own that I knew he'd be a busy guy because he's an honest guy. He works hard. He's going to do what he says. Well, he's busy. Praise the Lord. Uh, every one of you that are in business for yourself, you know that. Those of you who are working, and, they're, and they're, they keep you because you're honest and you're hardworking and, and because it's different than the rest of the world. And, and you're, not, you know, you're not riding and drunkenness and you know, all the clamor that, that's caused by that wicked lifestyle and, and, and everything that goes with it and the strife and the envying, but Rather, instead, you have put on the Lord Jesus Christ and don't make provision for the flesh. And that is another command. Stop doing it, okay? Stop making provision for the flesh and, and let's do what God tells us to do. And, and let's be honest with, with God. Let's be honest with those around and do our very best to do what God's Word says. And so that's what he's talking about. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. <clears throat> now we're starting to see who the who the battle is with and and who it is and and it's with the devil himself and 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 uh, that word devil uh, uh, means slanderer and accuser and so here showing us and and the wiles are are his scheming crafty ideas that uh, try to lead you astray and try to tempt you and and something you also need to realize, and I think sometimes we forget this, is that the, the devil is a created being. The devil is an angel. You realize that, right? And so we know that he's created by God. He is not a God. He's an angel. He still has limitations. And so, I, I, and, he, and he's, hey, he's far more powerful than we are, okay? He's a lot smarter than we are. But he can't read your mind, and he doesn't know your heart. He can watch what you do. 
He can listen to what you say. And, and he's very devious about those things. And, and, and he has a host of demons that are with him all the time, too, and around and watching. And so, so here's what I say. If, if you want to relieve a little bit of the temptation of the devil, be careful where you go, be careful what you do, and be careful what you say. And, and you, you limit the devil on what he knows about you. Now, he's still going to know a lot about you. But we can, we can settle some of those things down, and, and we need to understand that uh, rather get on your knees and start praying to God. And, and isn't it nice to know also in James chapter 4, I believe it is, that, that if we will submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And, and we, we also need to understand that. You see, the devil has a way of, of putting it into our minds that, that there is only one way uh, uh, of escape or there is only one way to get out of this situation or only one way to do this, and, and it's his way. And, and he tries to make you believe that that's the only thing that you have an option to do and I'm telling you that God's option is always there. You just need to be looking for it and stop letting him deceive you. And so let's be careful with the wiles, the schemes that, that, that he is trying to deceive us with and, and know that God's word has all the answers and God's direction will lead us in the right way. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, Paul also wrote to Timothy, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And so there, we do not have to live in sin. We do not have to live in, in a worldly way, but rather we can put on the armor of God and we can stand against the wiles of the devil. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13, he says, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit ye like men. And that's just exactly what it is. Act like a man and be strong. That's what he's telling us. And so let's be strong and let's not walk around uh, whipped all the time and, and thinking that this is the only options that we have. We have greater options. Let's live for God. And let's make sure we keep doing that. Look at verse 12. Now it gives us some more understanding. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Can I, can I tell you that this is far more than just what we do with our little kids on a Thursday night? They wrestle, but this is a wrestle for life. I, I mean, we, we, are, we are wrestling, but it's not with fresh, uh, flesh and blood. As a matter of fact, it's a death wrestle, you might say, that a struggle, a fight, and, and something else. I don't want to discourage you, but it's in a present tense, which means that it is ongoing and will continue to be ongoing. I mean, you're not going to wake up one day and, and, and get your UFC buckle and say, "Woo, I'm the champion, I've won. It's all over. I, I think you have, I don't know if UFC, is that boxing or is that, I have no idea. But anyway, a WWF, you know. So, but who was the guy that did that? <clears throat> Can't remember. But anyway, we're, we're not those guys, all right? Our battle will go, 
until the day we're in heaven. And so we, we fight, and it is a battle. But we need to understand that, and this is, this is what has helped me today, is honestly, it, it's not the people in D.C., it's not the people in, in Denver, it, it, it's not even the unsaved people in our community. Those are not our enemy. Satan is our enemy. And it's too bad that many are blinded by the devil, and they're blinded by the lies that he is promoting, and there are many who are very happy to follow him and, and do his bidding and do those things in their lives, but really they're not the, they're not the enemy. And, and it's not them that we wrestle with, but it, it's these. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That word principalities has the idea of, of a domain, and it's the rule of angels and demons. These are all all of these are talking about a spiritual hierarchy that we are fighting with. The principalities against powers. The, the powers are the ruling powers of the spiritual domain against the rulers of the darkness of this world. And so they're the rulers that, that rule over the darkness of this world. It's all spiritual and, and Satan and his host of demons against spiritual wickedness in high places or heavenly places. I mean, everything that he just gave us, he said, none of that is a physical battle here on earth. It's a spiritual battle. And we need to understand that if we are going to fight this battle, then we have to fight it in a spiritual manner and understand what it is that, that God is doing. Turn back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 real quick. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 3, <clears throat> for though we walk in the flesh, and that has the idea that we conduct our lives in the flesh. All right, we're, hey, we're flesh and blood. We got to walk that way, right? We do not war after the flesh. You see, our, 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 it's not a physical war that he's talking about. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So they're not fleshly and they're not of the flesh. But mighty... They're powerful, they're possible through God to the pulling down, tearing down the destruction of strongholds. You ever had a stronghold in your, in your, in your life? Um, and you don't have to share what it is, but you ever had something that's really been a stronghold in your life? Well, here we need to understand that it, it, it might be some kind of a physical addiction, it might be some kind of a mental trap that you fall into, or I don't know, whatever it might be, okay? But I'm telling you that, that God, you need to understand that it, is, it might be some kind of a fleshly addiction, but if you win over the spiritual side of things, it will help you to deliver you from the physical side. And so here, he's showing us, the, they're not weapons of our warfare, not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Boy, how many times do you find yourself getting in trouble and when you step back and you think, how in the world did I get here? It all started right here. Well, in your thinking and you started having thinking, thinking and, and it takes you down a path into a dark alley that, that pretty soon it, it's led you all the way down to the, uh, you know, to the sewer, right? Casting down imaginations and every high thing proud thing that 
uh, elevated thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's what he's talking about. He's going to talk more and give us a description of the armor of God here pretty soon, but I'm telling you that being strong in the might and the power of God has, has the entire idea that we actually can get to the point where we can turn over our thoughts to God, our imaginations, all of those things. We can turn all of that over to God, and he can fill your mind with what's good, with what's right, with what is powerful, and can cast down all of those things that exalt themselves and, and lead you to go a different direction than the will of God. Uh, and now, I don't know of anyone that has perfectly achieved that yet, but that's what we need to be working on, and we need to allow God to do that in our lives. And so then we will, we'll, <clears throat> you know what, we'll stop right there. We'll pick up verse 13 uh, next week, and uh, we, we'll still be able to finish this out, okay? But let's stand in, in uh, the power of God's word, and we'll find God to be everything that we need. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. pray your blessings upon us tonight. I pray that you use us throughout the rest of this week. Encourage those, Lord, that are struggling, whatever may be going on. And I pray, Father, that you just lift them up. And, and Lord, I, ju I just thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for Christ and uh, being our Savior. I thank you for the power and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I just thank you for your long-suffering, your mercy, your grace, and your love that you show us. And, Lord, help us to live in a way that exemplifies that and others can see that. Lord, we ask now that you guide us and take us home safely. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys.